Good evening. This is Marinda coming to you live from sunny South Africa. It's evening time for me. It is good to see you all here. So uh, for those of you that don't know me, this is Marinda Mandat from South Africa. I'm here to deliver your daily dose of awesome 15 minutes of inspiration, education and motivation to start your day just right. So uh, for those of you that don't know me, I've been a coach with Elite Marketing Pro for just over 18 months now, and I have the privilege to work in this community um, on a very active basis. So um, as you guys are hopping on, say hello where you're from. I'd like to give you a shout out. I see Sadaf is on, a fellow coach of mine, as well as Rebecca and Erin is on, Alejandra, some of our clients. Yeah, absolutely great seeing you guys. Give me a shout out where you're from. I'd like to say hello. So what I was thinking today as a coach, there's so many things that we encounter on a daily basis. But apart from that, I'm a coach. I'm a mom. I'm a network marketer. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a spouse. There's so many aspects in our life than just network marketing, affiliate marketing, or a home-based business. So how, do, how does it help to be a good leader that you can move your business forward, but not just your business. How can you move forward in life? So I'd like to submit 10 points today that will help you, 10 short tips that will help you move forward and becoming a better leader as well. So if that is something that you guys would like to um, have help with, comment, yes, please. And uh, I would love to get you engaged and interactive with me. So step number one to be a good leader is actually liking people. Oh boy, does that give us a, a headache sometimes because how many times have you and I said network marketing, affiliate marketing or a home-based business would be so easy. The thing that makes it difficult is actually people because people are so complicated and people are especially complicated if they are not like you and I. Now, I want to su submit to you guys, when you look at all the personality types, the chances of finding people that are 100% like you Highly unlikely. And if every single one on your team was exactly like you, it will be a very ineffective team. So the first step is we live in a social world. So when you look at online versus offline, and that is what we do in this community, is teaching your, you the most intricate steps of transitioning your business from an offline strategy to an online strategy. It is absolutely impossible to cut out the human contact. Because no one wants to do business with a computer. No one wants to just, you know, work with someone in space where they don't know who that person is. And you would always, always hear us talking about people need to get to know, like, and trust you. That's when the wallet comes out. That's when rapport is built. And that is when people actually want to engage on a business level with you. And for that matter, on a personal level as well. So I want to submit to you, you have to interact with people. And you have, as a leader, have to get to know, to get along with all people, even those that you don't particularly like. So getting along with them doesn't mean you're liking them. It means that you're embracing the differences between, um, between you and that person and that you can still learn from that person, especially if you're curious. And we'll touch on that a little bit later. So if you can just give me maybe, uh, yes, I've had that, is if you have met people in your team, or at work where it's just this person is just not like me. It's always conflict with that person. Hey, Jamel, great of you to, to hop on. Debbie as well. Welcome. Hi, Marilyn. 
So if you've encountered difficult people in your team, just put the difficult or uh, a fist bump, anything in, um, in that regard that I can know you've experienced difficult people in your teams as well. So as a leader, how do we bring out the best in, in someone? And the first thing that I was taught by one of the mentors that I was privileged to have was you can never uh, encourage someone and that person would say to you, hey, stop encouraging me. I've had enough of that. If it's done honestly and it's done authentically, I've yet to come across a person that does not just blossom and really gravitate towards you when you are encouraging them and we are when you are paying a very honest compliment. So I want to say to you that the first step in being a good leader and when you work with people is to think of that person as a friend. So if I were to have a discussion right now with one of my friends on a coaching call, how would I treat them? Because if I have a brand new client that I don't know from anywhere, if I treat that person like I would treat a good friend of mine, I know that I've set that tone for that coaching call. I've set that, that tone for that um, just showing your business plan, introducing them to what it is that you have to offer. So step one is you actually have to like people. So if you guys agree and you have to like people, absolutely. Yeah, I see a couple of fist bumps. Mm, I get along with most everyone. Yeah, that is great. Colleen is on, on, on the call as well. Super to have you here. So um, step number two or tip number two is enjoy what you do. Boy, oh boy, was that a tough one for me to learn because especially when you are brand new in an industry, so um, it's difficult to always enjoy the learning process because it's sometimes a struggle and you get stuck and you get frustrated and you feel overwhelmed. And now, you know, how do you enjoy that? Well, I want to ask you this question. Have any of you started a new sport? Like, for instance, you started to play golf again. So I've been playing golf for 14 years. Well, I started 14 years ago, then stopped for 10 years when I was focused on my businesses, and I started playing again in December. Now, I have the memory of what I used to play, and now I'm, in my mind, I'm going to play exactly the same round of golf. Boy, oh boy, did I get a surprise. And I went through frustration, wanting to stop, wanting to quit, and I learned one thing in my life. Without a coach, you prolong the agony. So I straight away went to a coach, had some golfing lessons, and hey, I'm back to my same handicap than what I played when I was 14 years younger. And I'm hitting the ball further, I have you know, than what I did 14 years ago. And that is because of coaching and just plugging away every single day and just getting the feel back of what it is you do. So what is the relevance? If you don't enjoy what you do, it's very difficult to put the time in. So you cannot just get into network marketing or affiliate marketing and think, hey, this is a way to make money. I absolutely hate that. But hey, I'm just going to, like a bull in a china shop, go forward and I'll do it. Once you start enjoying what you do and you learn, it transpires in your energy. It transpires in the fact how you deal with people. And that makes it super, super attractive. And when we work in this environment, we always talk about attraction marketing. So if you are repelling people because you don't like what you do, it's very difficult to attract them. So I want to submit to you, enjoy every process, even when you get frustrated and you ask a question in this community. When you find the answer and you've implemented that, see how you can pay it forward and how can you help someone in the community. Because my experience when you have learned something and then you teach someone, you never lose that skill set. And also, hey, it's great to help someone. So if you guys can relate to that and you like to help someone, 
I'd like to, um, to, to hear from you. I mean, how does it make you feel when you can help someone and you see someone else succeed as a direct result of a small little input that you have? That's one of the reasons why I'm absolutely passionate about what I do alongside EMP and that I'm privileged to do on a daily basis. I love to see people win and I love to be a small little integral part in that process. So tip number three, chart your own path and not do not copy and follow anyone else. So what does that mean? Whenever I see people comparing themselves to others, here's my experience. You always overestimate what someone else can do and how big their business is and how well they are performing and what a great skill set they have. And you will always sell yourself short. It's very seldom without great training and mentorship that I've seen people get out of that mindset and say, hey, I'm running my own race. There's no remarks column. I will look at what other people are doing and I will celebrate their success, but it has absolutely no bearing or no relevance to where I am. I want to ask you tonight, if you look at someone in this community and you look at them, do not compare yourself with them. Aspire to learn what they have learned because every single one of that, the Brandy Shavers, the Whitten Kerry Hyams, the Emma Jones, the Rebecca Sedex, and I don't want to name names because I'm always going to leave out someone and that's not my heart and my intent. Whenever you look at what they've done, they went through a process and Tim always calls it Suckville. So you've gone through Suckville where you think this is the worst thing I've ever embarked on. It's, here's what I can tell you. It's always fun when it's done but you have to go through the yuck phase. So comparing is dangerous, just be yourself. Look for new ways that you can solve your day-to-day -day challenges. Find methods to think outside the box, to take risks, to be innovative. Fernie always asks me to Marinda, you have to evaluate externally. The moment you start thinking internally, I'm getting into judgment mode where I judge myself and I'm hard on myself and I'm critical on myself. The moment I do an external evaluation, on the results, I take the emotion out of it. So tip number three, try to think laterally. So how many of you have ever thought, how do you actually embark on this journey, but how can you add something that you're not just having one stream of income and that you just have you know, one feather in your cap? So this is something that I learned from reading a book that uh, Richard Branson has written. And he said, you always try to think laterally. Everyone thinks to move upwards, but your business can go laterally as well. So in our industry, if we work online, what do you guys think? What might be a lateral way of thinking? If you are working in your network marketing company in an affiliate business, a home-based business, how can you think laterally that you can increase that revenue stream by looking at something that's similar in that industry? So if you guys can give me an indication, how might that what might that look like? How can you diversify your income without going into a totally new line of expertise that will take your focus away from what you're currently doing? So I want to see what you guys are thinking. So tip number four, the best way to learn is by falling. And not just falling and lying there, but by learning how to not fall in the future, to not trip over the same thing. So if we just look at kids, kids fall, and do they then say, I quit this, I'm never going to try to walk again because this was painful and it was embarrassing? No, they keep trying again, they keep trying, but they get resourceful and they will try to pull up against the couch, they will try and pull up against the table and pull everything off in the, in the process, of course, but they get resourceful. So 
Brandy always says to me, Miranda, get resourceful. How can you do something differently that can enhance the process for you? So the first thing that I want to say on that is, and if you guys are agreeing with me, just give me a thumbs up. When you understand what you need to do, it is very easy to move forward. Unless you have clarity about the next step, it always feels like you are treading in peanut butter. It's like I know I have to, but I don't know quite what to do. So when you have clarity and you have learned from a past experience to then implement something else, to get resourceful, to get around it, how do you get to the end result? Is there just one route to it or can you go around? Can you go other? Can you go under? Can you go through something to get to that result? It's a matter of how badly do you want that? Be curious because you want to learn more. And when you learn more, it's exciting and your life has purpose. So tip number six, Colleen says, always be you. Erin says, don't compare yourself. Absolutely. Erin says, affiliate marketing, a coaching program. Absolutely. The best way to learn is by failing and keeping up, getting up and trying again. Amen. Amen, Erin. So add new um, affiliates to your blog. Absolutely. Yes. So I was asking, how can you grow laterally? So if you've learned to take your business from an offline strategy to an online strategy, my question is how many people out there are still building old school and are frustrated and are not getting the results? So if you can get yourself out there and brand yourself, that people can be attracted to you, you're going to get this answer a lot sooner than you anticipated. And I remember the day that Kerry Haim said this to me, Miranda, you will have people reaching out to you, asking you for coaching. And I said, there is no way that I could ever coach this. I know nothing about it. Now, I tell you, God has a sense of humor because literally four or five months into the journey, that's exactly what started. So be prepared that people will reach out to you and say, hey, how did you do that? And could that be a potential income stream? Could you do it for free if your finances are sorted? Of course you could. But could that add an additional income stream to you that you could charge and say, hey, I can take you through the initial steps? Or, hey, I can give you a link to a solution that started my online journey. And can you earn an extra income that way? That is called lateral growth. So tip number six. So I like the, the way that you guys are interactive. I love it. Thumbs up, brand yourself. Absolutely. Never give up. So tip number six is savvy is more important than formal education. Now, before I get stoned for making that comment, it's not that education is not good. That's not what I'm saying. But through trial and error and practical application, when the student is willing, they're coachable, and you've got a good coaching body, and hey, we are with the preeminent coaching and mentorship company in the industry. Bar none. I've never seen anything like this. So when you have good coaching and you go through practical application, the learning process you will have there, as opposed to going through a, a formal education program, I tell you, practical application will always win. Always. When you are shadowing someone who's doing what you want to do, what is the impact of that? I have had the privilege of sitting on coaching calls where Fernie was coaching some of our clients. I don't care if it's 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock at night. Midnight, my time. Because I know every single time that I hop on that coaching call, I will learn something because I am shadowing the, one of the masters, 
one of the greats who has started this whole process of attraction marketing. So I want to ask you, how hungry are you to learn from someone that is a step or 10 or 20 ahead of you? What can you learn when you um, are implementing and you're looking for practical application? Because that will amplify your skills. So if you guys feel just as strong about learning from someone who has done what you want to do and you want to be in that space where you can learn from that person and emulate that and then go and apply that. Just just put the copycat and I will know exactly what you mean. Colleen, uh, Colleen says, have an open mind and be coachable for sure. Hi, Jenny. Great to see you here. So tip number seven is don't worry or get stressed out over everything. So have you guys noticed every single time that you are freezing up and you're getting stressed, the first comment someone usually makes is, hey, don't worry. So if, the, if some of you have if ever noticed that comment, and I've actually started noticing that recently. And yeah, I have a couple of people saying copycat, absolutely, learn from the greats. So the reason people say this, in my opinion, two reasons people say, hey, don't worry, don't worry. Number one, they don't know what else to say. Or number two, they know that high emotion equals low intelligence. So when you are in a high-stress environment, those of you that, are, that know me will know I've said this every single time. When you are in a stress situation, your emotional level will drop to about a seven-year-old. So if something is not repetitively trained like a, a, a procedure when a medical procedure happens and you have to think on your feet, your emotional intelligence will just drop and it will be a disaster. That's why you have ongoing training in the, in the medical profession, and that's, that's obviously where I come from. So high emotion, low intelligence. So I want to submit to you when there's stuff that happens, and my friend, stuff will happen when you work with people. Do not sweat the small stuff. Do not pick a fight over every single thing. Because most of the time, the worry and the stress is not even worth your attention. You and I have heard the acronym, acronym FEAR, how many times? False evidence appearing real. And we, we quote that and we say, yeah, 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 that's true, till the next stress situation we're in, and then we don't even think about it. And the reason for that, it, it wasn't trained that you can think about it. So when something repetitively gets done, it gets to be a habit. So high emotion, low intelligence. The moment you can control your emotion and you can go externally and verify what has happened, your emotional level Will, will not be up there, it will be low, and your intelligence will be where it should be, and you can handle a situation. And I want to submit to you today, I tell you, when you work with people, and you cannot have a control over your emotion, and you are just blowing up at everything, you will not have a big team, because people do not want to be around people that are just emotionally unstable. So when you can control that, if a fight is worth it, do I fight some fights? Absolutely. When I feel strong about something, I will. But I can tell you also, those that know me closely and those who know me on a personal level, I have one saying that I keep very dear to my heart. I protect my joy at all costs. I don't want to lose my joy over small nitty-gritty stuff that isn't even worth thinking about. So if it is worth it, I will fight the big fights. But other words, I want to be amicable I want to be friendly. I want to be 
a friend. I want to be an equal partner and I want to walk the journey with you and helping you uncover your greatness. So point number eight, tip number eight, enemies can sometimes teach you more than friends. Now enemies might be a little bit of a strong word. So I, I want to say to you people that you don't like. Now, before again, I get stoned. Yes, you and I will meet people that you just don't like. And it's okay. Because I want to share a little secret with you. Not everyone will like you. And if you will sweat that small little point, you will be unhappy forever. No one, not every single person will like you. And you will not like every person. But the people that you typically don't like, I want to ask you today a little challenge that I want to set you guys. Can you go this week and look at that person, but I want you to have different glasses on. I want you to put a little bit of a, a rosy glass on. And you think to yourself, go and look when you're observing that person that you don't like. What can you learn from them? What are they effective at? What are they doing well that actually rubs you up the wrong way? When they get credit for something and you think, boy, I don't like that. What is that little thing? What can you learn from them? Because I can tell you now, when you get along with most people, you will always learn. You will always learn. Because every single person possesses valuable knowledge. When you are of a mindset that you don't like someone, therefore I just block them out, I don't see them, I don't hear them, I don't look at them, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, that closes you off to learning. You're not spiting them. You are spiting yourself and you are ensuring that you cannot learn from that person. So how can you learn from that person? And I tell you, once you get into curious mode where you start learning from someone that you actually didn't like, all of a sudden you start viewing them differently. And when you start viewing them differently, beautiful things will happen. Tip number nine. So Sharon says, be still, be at peace. Absolutely. Don't small the, sweat the small stuff. Colleen says, this is awesome. Thank you. Protect your joy. Yep. I am super focused on that. So this is encouraging. I'm grateful to hear that it's helping you guys. So tip number nine, ace, uh, your age, race, country, religion, it means nothing, nothing. How can I say that? Well, let's quickly test something. How could a system that was originated in the U.S. work for someone in South Africa where the currency conversion is currently 14.3 to $1. Yes, you heard right. We can have two minutes of silence for me. It is tough when you are working with that kind of a ratio. But here's what I can also tell you. When I can only focus on that, it could cripple me, and I wouldn't have invested in this program. I wouldn't have learned. I wouldn't have grown. I wouldn't have had the privilege of doing what I do daily. Remember, the pendulum always swings back, my friends. When you invest higher than you earn, it means you will earn higher than you used to earn as well because the pendulum swings back when you start earning. So those of you that are in countries, I always coach uh, Australians and they say, oh, it is so difficult till I share my currency. And then it's like, okay, what am I complaining about? I've got the loaf under my arm. When you work in, in countries like Nigeria, Ethiopia, what are their opportunities? And yet they make it work. So what is the, the moral of that story? Elite Marketing Pro offers you a recipe. The recipe doesn't ask for age, gender, country, race, religion. It doesn't ask for it. 
it asks for a coachable student who's got a want or a desire, who's coachable, who's willing to follow a proven system. Because then the results become duplicable and the results become predictable. So it doesn't ask for anything of that. It's a recipe and the recipe works for anyone. So the tip number nine, and this is the last one. Possessing a lot of money and luxurious things doesn't make you enjoy life more. But I want to add something to it, nor does the lack of it either. So you don't have to be a martyr and say, I don't like money and I don't love money and therefore money is bad and I don't want it. Because the love for money is evil, not money. So money is a great resource to have. How will you do paid advertising if you don't have money? How would you invest in coaching and mentorship to get to a next level if you don't earn money? So money makes it a, a possible that you can take advantage of certain opportunities. Otherwise, it's just not doable. So it also helps you to live a comfortable life. Why not? You've earned it. You've worked for it. But I want to submit to you that happiness is an independent thing. Success comes when you are happy with who you are. And that's what attraction marketing, a part, small part of it is, if you are happy with yourself and you are just freely giving to people, providing content and value, people will find that super attractive. And if you have that much money that it bothers you, pay it forward, help others. Be a conduit that it can flow to and throw through. So I hope these 10 tips have helped you guys tonight to just go and think a little bit about where does it apply in your life, in your leadership skills, in your home, in your families, in your raising your kids, in your relationships with your spouse and your family. How does, how does it just apply to your life, business and personal life? So I love hanging out with you guys and uh, it's an honor and a privilege and I'll chat to you soon. So take care and be blessed.